The reason I'm talking about spiritual growth is because it's an interesting thought. And um, it comes straight out of the Word of God. And in Ephesians, one of the letters that Paul writes to the church, he was writing to people that had become followers of Christ. And, and what happened is that some were Jewish people, and so they had very strong traditions, Jewish ways of doing things, Judaism. And, and basically there was non-Jews who were often maybe not religious or were following paganism or they were familiar with uh, cult worship or some other kind of crazy thing, or maybe they just had didn't have anything going on. But he was writing a letter and he was basically saying that it's time to grow up. It's time to actually mature. It's time to put away childish things, I guess. And in, in, in other words, he's saying that, you know, people that are immature in their faith, are, they're easily picked off by the enemy. And God doesn't want you, his children, to be easily taken away by sometimes just crazy things. Proverbs chapter four is a well-known verse, but I love to start the year with this. It says, the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until the full day. The path of the righteous is like the path of the righteous is like the light of the dawn. I don't know if you're an early type person, but I tend to get up pretty early. And sometimes before the sun has, has risen. And so I often get myself in a chair and make myself a coffee and and uh, hang there with the dogs, and I sit in this chair, and I look out the window, and out the window, basically, we can, we're looking east, so we can see, I can see the sun rising, and I, and, and I love watching the sun rise, and I also love sometimes when you get the chance to see the sun set as well, but this is a great reminder, is that the life of the righteous, the path of the righteous, basically spirals upwards and upwards, like the light, the sun that comes up in the morning, up till the full day. In other words, what's it given us a picture of is that our lives are going forward. Our lives are going upwards and upwards and upwards. In other words, we're growing up spiritually. Is that okay? Amen? And so let me just give you a perspective. Spiritual growth is not more knowledge. Spiritual growth is not more knowledge. Yeah, we might learn a whole lot of knowledgeable things. You might be able to look at the maps and Look at the life of Paul and all the mission trips he's got. You know, you can get lots of knowledge if you want it, but knowledge doesn't really, um, really, it's not the aspiration of our lives. It's not to be unknowledgeable, but it's to walk in love, not just walk in knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, the Bible says. It can make you feel like your head's so full of knowledge that you can look down on other people that don't know what you know. And it's a very horrible place to be when you don't know much, but everyone seems to know more than you. And, and that's not the aspiration. So let me encourage you, spiritual growth is not more knowledge or it's not even increase of years. Spiritual growth doesn't come automatic. Spiritual growth doesn't come by attending to a church. Spiritual growth comes through getting involved in a church. Spiritual growth is simply more of Jesus and less of me. So growing up spiritually is attainable, it's achievable, it's not automatic, it's got to be a desire inside of you, a purpose inside of you to say, you know what, I want to keep growing and I want to keep moving forward. But like I said, how do you know you're growing up spiritually? Well, I know I'm growing up spiritually. Why? Because I know what I'm like, but I know what to do. I know what I'm like, but I know where to go. I know what I'm like, but I know what to say. And I'm not saying the right things just to please everyone. It's just like I've got the Christian ease all worked out. The truth is, I just know I'm never going to be good enough. 
I'm never going to measure up. I started this journey and I'm so overwhelmed by his grace and his love for me. And I find like it's like a honeymoon period. It's like you can't do anything wrong. It's like, yay, yay. And then a few months into it, it's like, whoa. One year, two years into it, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) but can you go the distance? And I've been in this nearly 30 years and I've realized is the mark that started with Jesus is still the mark that's with Jesus. And I'll tell you here, I'm still aware of my shortcomings. I'm still aware of my flaws. I'm still aware of my, my uh, whatever it is that doesn't measure up and my good intentions never seem to, you know, uh, I, I'm going to read the Bible every day this year. Well, failed already. But what I'm trying to say is, is that if you live this kind of life thinking, that a spiritually growing or spiritually maturing person is just getting better and better and better and better. Well, truth is the relationship should get better. But what I'm saying is, is that you're not fatalistic with your flaws. You're not fatalistic with your hangups. You're not fatalistic. You've got to also realize that it's okay to say, you know what? I should have prayed, but I didn't. I should have given, but I didn't. Well, who's going to say that? Because we're not raised that way. We're raised to cover up. We're raised to hide behind trees. Read the story of Genesis. As human beings, we love to hide behind creation instead of going to our creator. I don't want him to know that I haven't got it all together. It happens in our relationship world all the time. You know, dating brings out the best. Marriage brings out the rest. (laughs) We love to put our good side on. But this is what I want you to know. Growing up spiritually is you don't have to dress up for God. You can go to him without the makeup. You can go to him without the hang-ups. You can go to him with whatever it is that you feel like you've got to put in place. There's no more barriers. You've got no more things to climb over. You've got no more things to do. You just come simply as you are. Knowing that you will never be rejected. Knowing that his arms are forever open towards you. This may seem simple to some of you, but I'm telling you, growing up spiritually does not come because you go to a church. It doesn't come because you kind of hang out with some Christians. Growing up spiritually is way more about just being honest with who you are, but being more honest with who he is. And I think these are the things that we need to consider. So spiritual fitness is essential. I would definitely say to anyone in this room today, spiritual fitness is essential is essential. First Timothy chapter 4 says this, physical fitness has a certain, certain, certain value. Physical fitness has a certain value, but spiritual fitness is essential both for this present life and for the life to come. There is no doubt about this at all, and Christians should remember it. God wants you and I to grow up. Ephesians chapter 4, again, which I've mentioned, it's no more immature behavior amongst us. Children are easy marks for imposters. God wants us to grow up, to know the whole truth and to speak it in love, to be like Christ in everything. Number three, His kindness helps us to grow up spiritually. Second Peter chapter 3, let the wonderful kindness 
and the understanding that comes from knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, help you to keep on growing. Praise Jesus now and forever. Amen. Let His wonderful kindness. So it's His kindness that keeps us growing. And I just think it's sometimes so right there in front of us that we forget it. But let's cheer each other on this year to growing spiritually. But it's through His kindness that we get better. And I really believe that's what you've got to remind yourself. It's His kindness. It's His perfection, not ours. It's His faithfulness, not ours. And I believe that we get better by hanging around Him. Number four, you grow in the grace God gives. You grow in the grace that Christ gives. Second Peter chapter 3, grow in the grace that Christ gives you. Grow in the grace, loving favor that Christ gives you. Learn to know our Lord Jesus Christ better. So grow in the grace that He gives. Grow in the grace that He gives. So when you grow in the grace that He gives, in other words, you've got to go to Him for that grace. See, what do you do when you go to God? Knowing that you don't measure up, knowing that you haven't been Mr. and Mrs. Perfect. Maybe you haven't got it all together and maybe you've still got some bad attitude days hanging out there. I don't know, but the point is, it's, it's about humanity moving towards beautiful, beautiful Jesus. And so you've got to understand, we're not trying to get ourselves all cleaned up and all perfect. It, it, that's religion. It's about accepting that there, there are things that are not right. But I found that in Christ, I'm in a better place. In Christ, I'm positioned to move. In Christ, I'm allowed to breathe. In Christ, I've got better days. In Christ. Isn't it amazing that of all creation, God calls you and me His masterpiece. The only time a masterpiece is ever given to an artist is because out of all the artist's work, this is considered his masterpiece. This is considered her masterpiece. In other words, they've done a lot of great things, but this is their masterpiece. That's why we call it a masterpiece, because it's considered the best of the artist's work. Well, you and I have been given the beautiful thing called you and I in Christ are His finest work. Of all of creation, the stars, the planets, even better than Pluto. He didn't say, Pluto's my masterpiece. No, He didn't say that. The galaxies and the solar systems and the Finite and the infinite and the small and the big and the huge and the amazing and the wonderful and the spectacular, all that it created. And you and I are right at the top. You, me, us in Christ is considered God's absolute finest work. Can anybody say amen to that? See, when you allow yourself to grow up spiritually, you know where to go, you know what to say, and you know what to do. When you feel like you're not a masterpiece, growing up spiritually goes, you know what? I don't feel like a masterpiece, but you know what? I know he says I am. I know what to say. I know where to go. I know what to do. When I'm at my worst, I can go to communion. When I don't feel like I measure up, I can go to His promises. And His promises are yes and amen in Christ. 
These are so simple people. But you know what? I honestly believe for Hillsong Berlin this year, this is our year. Our year to grow up spiritually. Our year to mature in Jesus' name. But grow in the grace that God gives. You know, when you get the grace of God, it builds this beautiful thing into your life called joy. I've always known that when you're looking at the grace of God, that it'll always put a smile on your face. You cannot look at the grace of God, undeserved favor, and, and be frowning. You might be like, oh, I get what I don't deserve. See, a lot of us still have this religious upbringing where we do good and we, I guess we get good. And we're pretty upset when we do good and we don't get good. But we have this weird thought that, well, if I do bad, I'm going to get bad. What goes around comes around. Well, that might be true for the world, but when it comes to Jesus, it's actually not true at all. And yeah, the principle of what you sow, you're reaping. And that is, it is an eternal principle too. We understand that. But you've also got to realize that God is on your behalf, working on your behalf. He is a high priest in Hebrews, interceding on your behalf 24 hours a day, 365, seven days a week. He is absolutely working on our behalf. But you see, growing up spiritually is, I know that He's up there praying for me. I know that He's covering me. I know that He's uplifting me. I know that His smile is towards me. I know that His face is towards me. I know that His arms are forever open to me. I know where to go. I know what to do. I know what to say. I am growing up spiritually. It's not the knowledge that you have. It's the revelation. More of Him, less of me. Growing in your love for each other. Dear brothers and sisters, 2 Thessalonians, it says we can't help but thank God for you because your faith is flourishing and your love for one another is growing. Your faith is flourishing and your love for one another is growing. The truth is, the truth is that there are some people who are not lovable. Not looking at anyone. But when you get into God's house and you start to grow spiritually mature, you start to pray for people that irritate you and you start to pray for the people that challenge you. It's amazing how God gives you a love. And I honestly believe one of the things about growing up this year in our church is that there's going to be such a love for each other, such a love for people, such a love to cheer people on. And I really trust that there's a desire in you this year that you're going to grow spiritually. Why am I bringing it to you? Because I believe God's put it on my heart for our church.